An advocate is defined as a person who publicly supports or recommends a particular cause or policy. Novant Health is full of them. Our policy on advocates is that we are all in a position to advocate for our patients. Listen in as Deb Love, Senior Director of Bioethics, Spiritual Care, and the Healing Arts talks about her perspective on advocacy and how it aligns with her work in shared decision making for patients. Now, Deb, I heard you um, mention the term advocacy mm -hmm. and a central theme to um, this podcast channel, Patients as Partners, mm -hmm. is advocacy. Okay. Um, and it's it's our belief at Novant Health that everyone can be an advocate right. for our patients. So I would love for you to share your personal thoughts around advocacy um, as a team member at Novant Health, mm -hmm. as well as how advocacy is woven into this particular service for sure. patients. Thank you. Um, so the most important thing that I want to advocate for in these situations is that patients or their loved ones, and I say that because many times in the cases that we have, the patient is unconscious or doesn't have capacity, and so we're working closely with the loved ones. I think the important thing is that they have all the information that they need in a way that they can understand to make a fully informed decision. You know, informed consent is at the heart of good patient care. And so I want them to have that information. And so sometimes we're playing a translator role, just like in the case I talked about of the, the woman who'd had the stroke, because Medical ease is a language all its own, right? So we're trying to help people be understood. I think the other thing that we want to advocate for is that patients' values and preferences need to guide our care. And, and we all come with different values and preferences. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think about in my own family, as far as informed consent, I want all the facts and figures, right? You know, I'm going to be checking, looking for medical articles. I'm going to be, be a tough cookie. <laughs> I'm going to be, you know, the, yeah. My husband, even though he's an engineer, he doesn't need all that. You know, he just kind of wants the big picture and he's going to trust the doctor and follow those recommendations. Everybody's different in that, right? And we need to adjust our care so that, that patients and families get what they need. Um, now, I'm gonna tell you, there are times when we have to get into what I would say a more traditional advocacy role on behalf of, of the patient. We had a patient who came in who was a, still a teen. She was pregnant. She had not um, come to term. She was, she was complaining of pain and unremitting pain and actually had come to us from another healthcare system who had refused to give her narcotics for her pain. We gave her narcotics for her pain. Even though we did that, it wasn't helping. Well, she was young, she was unmarried, she was African-American. I think the team started 
to tell a story. We're, we're giving her narcotics and she's still complaining. That probably means she's an addict. That probably means she's got a lot of resistance. The ethics question was, can we force her to come off these narcotics for the sake of her baby? Mm-hmm. Well, at that time we got one of our maternal fetal medicine specialists involved and his point was very clear that this kind of pain is not consistent with normal pregnancy. We need to find out why she's in pain rather than judging her Mm -hmm. for being in pain. Mm -hmm. Well, it turned out she had a bowel obstruction and she needed to have a portion of her bowel removed. We did that. Pain went away. She was fine. She went home. She came back like six or seven weeks later and delivered a healthy baby. Wow. So, but that's a case where we maybe had to step in a a little bit more aggressively mm-hmm. to be an advocate for a patient. Mm-hmm. Does, does that make sense? It does. That's yeah. that's a great example. And I can also appreciate, you know, the elements of diversity and inclusion mm-hmm. and health equity. So, right. you know, that's a, a really great example of advocacy, I think probably at its finest in that example. So Deb, you know, as we conclude, you've given us some great examples of how this service benefits our patients as well as our team members. Mm -hmm. Um, What are some closing thoughts that you want to ensure that everyone knows and understands around ethical decision-making? I think the, the closing thought is that ethics, are grounded in values and beliefs, and each of us comes to those from a different place. And that we need to honor everyone, the members of the medical team and our patients, at the place they're at. Mm -hmm. Because that's always an evolving thing. I also want patients and families to know that they can request a consult And so you're, I understand, going to put that as an introduction to this podcast so they'll know what the number is. Yes. If they call that number, someone will answer and will ask them for their name, how to reach them, what their concern is. And then they'll send that to our consultant who's on call. The other thing they'll be asked is, are you okay with the medical team knowing that you made this request? Because sometimes patients and families are a little worried that if they call and the medical team finds out that their care might be different. I'd like to think that's not the case, but I understand that worry. Mm -hmm. And so we wanna protect people's confidentiality if they want that. Um, And then we'll call them. Our response time is usually within 24 hours, but generally much, much less than that. I mean, that's what our promise is, but usually within minutes to hours, we will call people back. And um, we'll, we'll talk to the person who made the request, we'll review the medical record, we'll pull together a small team, we'll do what we need to do to understand sort of this whole picture, this holistic picture of, of the patient and what's in their needs. That's great. And, so. and 
I thank you and your team you. for what you do for our patients and our team members every day. And certainly, you know, as we step away from this, I hope that any and all patients that seek care at Novant Health understand that we value advocacy. And as you mentioned, we certainly want to honor their preferences. Yes, absolutely. Thanks for this opportunity. Thank we you, Deb. good to know that someone is looking out for your best interest, even when you're unable to do it for yourself. Advocacy plays an important role in healthcare. In this example, it made the difference for a patient that had more than just one life to think about. Thank you to our shared decision-making team for leading the way and influencing the culture of care at Novant Health. And thank you for listening. We hope you will rate, review, and subscribe to us when you're listening on Apple, Google, Spotify, or anywhere you choose, so we can continue to bring you more great content. Until then, I'm Brandi Edwards, and this is Novant Health's Patients as Partners podcast. It feels good to know that someone is looking out for your best interest even when you're unable to do it for yourself. Advocacy plays an important role in healthcare. In this example, it made the difference for a patient that had more than just one life to think about. Thank you to our shared decision-making team for leading the way and influencing the culture of care at Novant Health. Thank you for listening. We hope you'll rate, review, and subscribe to us when you're listening on Apple, Google, Spotify, or anywhere else you choose. We want to continue to bring you great content. Until then, I'm Brandi Edwards, and this is Novant Health's Patients as Partners podcast.